submit a story, topic, or have any other inquiries, please email submit at skibanewsnation.com. Also, you can email Jeremiah Skiba personally at jeremiah at skibanewsnation.com. Also, email Jake personally at jake at skibanewsnation.com. If you want to write us a letter, send us something, help support us, or just say hi, please send your letter to Jeremiah Skiba, P.O. Box 560-271, The Colony, Texas 75056. If you write us a letter, I'll do my best to write you back. Hey, Skiba News Nation family, thank you for watching. Please like, share, subscribe, and click that notification bell so you never miss an episode of Skiba News Nation. If you want to help support us, please consider becoming a Patreon where you will get exclusive content, shoutouts, and much more. And you can also support our channel by getting yourself some new Skiba News Nation merch. Thank you for coming on this journey with us as we continue to stay on the quest for truth. Huge shout out to all our Patreon supporters. Thank you so much for your support. We couldn't do this show without you. If you want to help support us, go to patreon.com forward slash Skiba News Nation. Also, you can listen to Skiba News Nation podcasts on your favorite podcast platform. I want to know what the truth is. And I hope that people, my son, anybody, if my name comes up, whether you like me, whether you agree with me or not, at least you can respect the fact that he's on a quest for truth. He's on a quest for truth. Welcome to Skiba News Nation. Bringing you unfiltered views, news, interviews, discussions, and more. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Skiba, award-winning musician and son of Rob Skiba. Hey, Skiba News Nation family, welcome to episode 41 of Skiba News Nation, your weekly source of the latest news, controversial topics, conspiracies, forgotten history, and much more. I'm your host, Jeremiah Skiba, and today we're going to be talking about Twitter censorship hearings, banning TikTok, young girl who proves the earth is flat, the Navy says religious people are abnormal, central digital currency and the coming automated world, AI gas station, an all-new Opus Corner, and a very special guest, the Conspiracy Guru, will be on Skiba News Nation. Memes and much more, so stay tuned. As always, I'd like to introduce my great and insightful co-host, Mr. Jake Graham. Welcome, Jake. What have you been up to? Jeremiah! Uh, well, we just moved back over to Missouri area, getting ready for the big Passover season here. Uh, with a lot of our friends here in southern Missouri. So we're excited. How about you? What what have you been up to this weekend? Man, I had a fun weekend. I went to the first Trump 2024 rally in Waco, Texas this weekend with my girlfriend. And uh, we shot some footage just for Skiba News Nation. And uh, you want to check it out? I'll put oh, a little... yeah, sure. Okay, here's the montage. And I don't need a man to give me paperwork for my First Amendment. I don't need a permit or a license for my First Amendment. My First Amendment is good while I'm alive, walking planet Earth without a permit. 
And here's a wild one. You know how radical I am? I, I experiment in self-government. How radical, huh? Here's another one. I have a First Amendment without a license, without a permit. I have a Second Amendment without a license or a permit. And it's good on planet Earth. Keep means it's mine, you can't have it. Bear means I, well, I had a couple on me a minute ago, but I'm typically, oh, by the way, another prayer for the snipers on the roof. I love this. not the FBI that violate their oath to the Constitution.
of this sellouts who got rich, bleeding America dry. Our opponents have done everything they can to crush our spirit and to break our will, but they failed. They've only made us stronger. And 2024 is the final battle. That's going to be the big one. If you put me back in the White House, their reign will be over, and America will be a free nation once again. You will be vindicated and proud, and the thugs and criminals who are corrupting our justice system will be defeated, discredited, and totally disgraced. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. From the beginning, it's been one witch hunt and phony investigation after another. And you know, because of it, our country never talks about greatness anymore. You look at what China does, they go all over the world, they spend money, they take over governments, they do a lot of things. The problem isn't China, the problem is stupid people that have to deal with China. That's the problem, and that's what we have. We got crazy people like Schiff, Shifty Schiff, and Hillary, and all of these people. These people, they don't want to talk about greatness for our country, all they want to do is investigate everybody. The District Attorney of New York, under the auspices and direction of the Department of Injustice in Washington, D.C., was investigating me for something that is not a crime, not a misdemeanor, not an affair. I never liked horse face. I never liked it. Never, it's just not. It's a terrible thing. That wouldn't be the one there is no one. We have a great first lady in the halls of parliament. Canadian parliament is a beautiful parliament. And there's Trudeau with his beautiful wife. And they're sitting there laughing and laughing. They think it's so great because they pulled the wool over his eyes. The deals they made for that, that guy, I would never have made those deals. I would never. But I want Joe Biden say, I'd like to thank China. And he's in Canada. And then he goes, oh, because they start screaming at him, the entire room starts laughing. I'd like to thank China. But he's in Canadian Parliament. He said, I mean, um, I mean Canada. The whole place, the whole place was laughing. They're laughing in our country. We don't want anyone to laugh. Nobody laughed at our country when I ran it, I can tell you that. And we will keep men out of women's sports. I will not give one penny to any school that is a mandate or a mask 
They're coming after you, and I'm just standing in their way, and I'm going to be standing in their way for a long time. And eventually, I won't have to stand in their way because in 2024, we're going to have the greatest victory of them all. When this election is over, I will be the president of the United States. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Whether you like him or you hate him, he was our president. So I just thought it was cool to be able to see a president in person because I love this country. I'm a patriot and I posted photos and people didn't seem to like it. But you know what? I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry for for having my own views. I mean, my dad voted for Trump. I voted for Trump. So, I mean, like like him or hate him, he was our president. And he was, a, he was a good president, in my opinion. But everybody has an opinion, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be too offended by people being offended. You know? oh, I'm not. I think it's fine to, to like figures like Donald Trump. Um, I mean, honestly, looking back at all the other 44 presidents we've had uh, and looking at the, the one we have now, uh, Donald Trump did a lot of things that set him apart um and oh, well yeah. i'm not particularly engaged in politics anymore um i i definitely think he uh he's one to watch because uh either him or or yay west you know in 2024 <laughs> you know yay he, yeah. he's gonna probably run as well <laughs> would you vote for you vote for yay i i voted for trump in 2016 uh depending on what angle yay's coming from I, I i might consider voting for yay although i it's kind of like a wasted vote if you you know ask me uh because i don't think he would ever actually have an opportunity to usurp the traditional party system how about uh, trump and, yay you know, to, on the same campaign like oh yay, definitely VP. Uh, that'd be cool or uh, desantis you know, he, he, even though after 2020's election i've really uh, kind of become disenchanted with the the modern election system. Uh, mm -hmm. Of course, I voted in that, and, and I don't think that uh, we really can have that much of an impact anymore if they're going to illegally sway uh, things from one to another. And so that's why I'm very skeptical of the political system now. And, and also, we have fallible politicians, and, and even with good qualities, there's good and bad for everyone. And so... I don't know. I, I uh, that's why I'm a little disengaged. But if I saw a docket with with Trump with Ye as his vice president, man, you better believe I'm I'm gonna be checking out some of those rallies. Man, they're gonna have the best music, and uh, I know Trump rallies even on their own are usually parties. It's like uh, the biggest concert. Everybody. It's like a concert or or music festival. <clears throat> that's seriously what it's like. It's like people camp out for hours and. I didn't even mean to be that close. I just walked inside once we, we had to go through TSA because it was at the airport. Once we were inside, me and my girlfriend, we just, I, 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 we were walking up and then there was this line and I was like, you know, I'm gonna walk in this line because why not? I mean, the, the worst they could do is make me turn around. And uh, they gave us VIP, made us VIP and we sat right behind him. We could have been right behind him, but she didn't want to be on TV because you know, of what she does for a living <laughs> and with all the political wow. stuff so but she's awesome because she didn't have to go to that with me and if you're listening babe thank you uh but that's all i got for the trump rally but you got some good current news for us 
Yeah, I got some great stuff for us. Let's get into it. All right. Well, this week we're going to be getting into the topic of freedom of speech, you know, the, the First Amendment, right? And this topic is kind of going back and forth in Congress now as people are uncovering how much Twitter censored those who spoke against medical tyranny and misinformation, censoring and all the different malinformation, flagging and, uh, and medical experts that were silenced during the past two years. Uh, we have the opposite side of the equation where Congress is unifying to ban platforms like TikTok. So we're going to be sharing some videos. Let's start off with Representative Mace speaking at the Oversight Committee on the censorship at Twitter. And we'll see a little bit of hypocrisy as Congress is looking to ban TikTok. We'll watch that afterwards. Right. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. The Twitter fires files were not just about Hunter Biden's laptop. Twitter files make it apparent Twitter worked overtime to suppress accurate COVID information. Dr. Jay Bhattacharya is a professor of medicine at Stanford who once tweeted an article he wrote about natural immunity. Thanks to Elon Musk's release of the Twitter files, we learned some of his tweets were tagged with the label of trends blacklist. Apparently, the views of a Stanford doctor are disinformation to you people. I, along with many Americans, have long-term effects from COVID. Not only was I a long hauler, but I have effects from the It wasn't the first shot, but it was the second shot that I now developed asthma that has never gone away since I had the second shot. Um, I have tremors in my left hand, and I have the occasional heart pain that no doctor can explain, and I've had a battery of tests. I find it extremely alarming, Twitter's unfettered censorship spread into medical fields, and affected millions of Americans by suppressing expert opinions from doctors and censoring those who disagree with the CDC. I have great regrets about getting the shot because of the health issues that I now have that I don't think are ever going to go away. And I know that I'm not the only American who has those kinds of concerns. Another example of what Twitter has done to censor folks is uh, from Dr. Martin Koldorf, a Harvard-educated epidemiologist who once tweeted, COVID are important for high-risk people and their caretakers. Those with prior natural infection do not need it, nor children. The Twitter files reveal this tweet was deemed false information because it ran contrary to the CDC. So my first question this morning of Ms. Gaddy, may I ask of you, where did you go to medical school? I did not go to medical school. I'm sorry? I did not go to medical school. That's what I thought. Why do you think you or anyone else at Twitter had the medical expertise to censor a doctor's expert opinion. <laughs> Our policies regarding COVID were designed to protect individuals. We were seeing- You guys censored Harvard-educated doctors, Stanford-educated doctors, doctors that are educated in the best places in the world, and you silenced those voices. My next question is, did the US government, oh, excuse me, I have another chart I wanna show you, Ms. Gaddy. Um, I have another tweet by someone with a following of a full 18,000 followers. This person put a chart from the CDC on Twitter. It's the CDC's own data, so it's accurate by your standards. And you all labeled this as misleading. You're not a doctor, right, Ms. Gaddy? No, 
no, I'm not. Okay. What makes you think you or anyone else at Twitter have the medical expertise to censor actual, accurate CDC data? I'm not familiar with these particular situations. Yeah, I'm sure you're not. But this is what Twitter did. They labeled this as inaccurate. It is the government's own data. It's ridiculous that we're even having to have this conversation today. It's not just about the laptop. This is about medical advice that expert doctors were trying to give Americans because social media companies like Twitter were silencing their voices. I have another question, my last one for you, Ms. Uh, Gaddy. Did the U.S. government ever contact you or anyone at Twitter to pressure Twitter to moderate or censor certain tweets? Yes or no? We have a program. Did the U.S. government ever contact you or anyone at Twitter to censor or moderate certain tweets? Yes or no? We receive legal demands to remove content from the platform from the U.S. government and governments all around the world. Those are published on a third-party website, and anyone can review Thank them. God for Matt Taibbi. Thank God for Elon Musk for allowing to show us in the world that Twitter was basically a subsidiary of the FBI, censoring real medical voices with real expertise that put real Americans' lives in danger because they didn't have that information. I also want to thank one of my colleagues, uh, Ro Khanna, because it, as it turns out, censorship isn't just an important issue to conservatives. Some of my colleagues on the other side of the aisle, like Ro, uh, found this censorship very concerning um, and even wrote to you and to folks at Twitter. Um, that uh, he was concerned about the First Amendment being censored. So I want to thank him for speaking up and speaking out about this issue um, because this is not, this should not be a, a partisan issue. This should be an issue that's an American issue. Mr. Chairman, I would like to enter into uh, the record, I ask unanimous consent, to enter into the record a Wall Street Journal article from December 9th, 2022 by Justin Hart entitled The Twitter Back Blacklisting of Jay Bhattacharya to the record, please, Mr. Chairman. With that objection, so ordered. Thank you, and I yield back. Of course, she mentioned Matt Taibbi, the guy I've shared several times from the Twitter files, leaks, um, and all these different exposés that are happening at Twitter. Now, I do feel that there's a hyper-focus on Twitter as a bad guy when we, we know that many media companies, including YouTube and Facebook uh, oh, yeah. and several other well-known places, censored and actively censored malinformation as we've come to learn is defined as information that may be true but hurts a narrative that is being pushed by say big pharma you know yeah. the people that would have much to lose financially if people were scared to participate in their mass human experiment uh and <laughs> listening to her this representative grill this twitter uh, exec, or I, I can't, I, I can't place exactly where uh, she, her role was with Twitter. I'm not super familiar, but I think uh, she was on Joe Rogan. Her she was on Joe Rogan yeah. with uh, uh, Jack Dorsey, I think. She was like the main oh, really? community guideline person. Yeah. You might wow. Have to so fact check me on that, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's just so interesting hearing some of this stuff come to light and then you hear the collusion of the FBI and the government with, hey, we're legally coming after you unless you censor the freedom of speech of these American citizens, of these doctors. Uh, and the problem is, is we're, 
cornering ourselves into a realm of only expert opinions are allowed uh, to be uncensored, right? Even though expert opinions over the past two years were censored over this medical topic, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of entering into a realm where certain information can be flagged as harmful or or dangerous to be able to be disseminated. And that brings us to this next topic, which is TikTok, the app, likely going to be banned very soon. And, uh, and some of the things that are talked about on TikTok, uh, just because it is one of those realms of free speech that have allowed people to share a diversity of ideas and opinions based uh, on their research and not be as censored as some of these other platforms. And, uh, and, and we see almost, I, I feel, a little bit of hypocrisy where congressmen and congresswomen and representatives are all up in arms of, oh, it's so bad what Twitter did, censoring speech. But there's this other platform, TikTok, where people are able to share a variety of opinions and thoughts. But, but it's dangerous because of China. China, right? Let's China. ban this TikTok app. And get this out of our country, right? Get get this out of the hands of Americans where they could possibly stumble across dangerous information, right? Let's check mm. out this next video on TikTok. Since TikTok is probably actually going to get banned this time, I wanted to talk about some of the very disturbing things that I noticed from today's congressional hearing with TikTok's CEO. And the reason that I think that TikTok is going to be banned is because for the first time in my entire adult life, I saw Congress, Democrats and Republicans unanimously come together on something. I've never seen that before. Both Democrats and Republicans in Congress just went to war with TikTok this morning. And ironically, it's the app that 150 million of us have come together on to share ideas, make each other laugh. And I don't know about you, but I, for one, have had many of my long-held political ideas and beliefs be swayed by creators just like you who presented an idea from a different point of view than I'd ever considered it. It's made me a more open person, and that's what's made this app so special. And somehow, our so-called representatives couldn't be in a bigger hurry to take that away from us. Our own elected officials today signaled something to all Americans, and it came through loud and clear. Even though we elected them, they don't represent any of us. They have used us to gain power, and now they want more of it. Because if the bill to ban TikTok passes, it's more than just TikTok that we are going to be losing. We'll lose virtually all freedom of speech, expression, and communication online as the government decides what is and isn't safe and appropriate to say on the web. And I never thought I would live to see the day that the American government begs the Chinese to censor Americans. That's a direct quote from somebody that commented on my live today while I was covering these hearings. And they say that it's a national security threat, that China is collecting the data of Americans. But I seem to remember someone else who's already doing that. 
the NSA, the CIA, and the FBI. And they're using that data to radicalize U.S. citizens and incite violence right here on U.S. soil. Our government is doing that already. I heard our government representatives today talking about the Chinese as if they're some big bad wolf that should be feared. But what have the Chinese done to American citizens to actually make us afraid of them? Have they killed tens of thousands of innocent civilians via drone strike over the last 20 years? Have they removed foreign dictators from power plunging entire regions of the world into war? Or, or how about this? Have they built a military with the sole purpose of backing a fiat currency that has nothing backing it besides the power of the military that enforces it globally? Have the Chinese allowed food manufacturers to fill our food with poisonous chemicals and preservatives that are known to cause cancer? No, I'm pretty sure that it's the American government that has done and allowed all of those things that I just mentioned. The Chinese have and continue to do some shady shit, but nobody cluster the planet like the United States of America. And the thing that makes my blood boil is all of the carnage and death and destruction and pain that our country exports to the rest of the world is done against the will of the United States people. I don't know of a single American that is okay with all of the violence and chaos that our country has caused over the last two decades just to pad the pockets of the few families who have ties to the military industrial complex and the government that enables because the last I checked, there are no governments who have the track record for destroying lives like ours does. And that's the irony behind what I saw today during this congressional hearing. A bunch of representatives of a system that has blood on its hands pointing the finger at a Chinese app for granting free speech to a population that is supposedly guaranteed that right by their constitution and by God himself. And is it any surprise to Congress and other government officials that Americans are going to use that free speech to criticize and question their government? It's literally in our DNA as a people to do that. The people that founded this country chose liberty and death over being told by a dictator how to live their lives. This is supposed to be America, the land of the free. And it sure feels like our government is trying to convince us that that's not the way it's supposed to be. It's crazy to me, but this is really uniting the American people. People left and right are starting to question their own politics. I'm seeing it in people's eyes. People saying, am I really a Republican? It sure doesn't feel like I'm being represented by the people who promised to protect my freedoms. Am I really a Democrat? It certainly doesn't feel like the people I elected are progressing the country in a direction that looks like it has a brighter future than where we came from. Collectively, we all agree we're heading into a corner that we don't want to be in. Because this hearing has made it really clear who our elected officials serve. It's not us. It hasn't been for a long time, and the people in this hearing aren't qualified to ask the questions that they asked this morning. They're not even qualified to lead the country because the American people are simple. We just want to be left alone. We want to raise our families, make sure that they're safe, happy, and healthy. And we want that same thing for everyone else that wants to come here and build that kind of life. We don't want to ban apps. We don't want to stifle free speech. We certainly don't want to fund foreign wars or invade foreign countries the moment that oil is found. 
We want to be left alone. We want peace. We are craving a way to learn to respect each other again. And TikTok has given us that space. And the fact that Democrat and Republican leaders are so united in wanting to ban this app tells us all we need to know about who is responsible for things continually going from bad to worse in this country, regardless of what your political views are. So if this platform is banned, wouldn't it be something if we all considered a new party, a party that actually represented us as people? <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be something? Huh? <laughs> Sounds like he's about to run for some political position or something. He's a little coy at the end there, but he, the things he says are, are, fairly accurate about TikTok and, and just the the fact that in one hand we have people freaking out over the censorship at Twitter and on the other hand they're banding together to ban TikTok whether you yep. like it or hate it it was a platform that allowed uh, a lot of free speech and I actually saw this picture uh, posted by uh, Dave Weiss and uh, <laughs> I think it's very interesting the real reason they want TikTok banned and you look up, you know, top, you know, top searches. Hashtag Flat Earth has 2.8 billion views on TikTok. It's no surprise, actually, that they're coming after this platform uh, because of some of the topics that are allowed to be shared here that are censored in all these other platforms. And so that brings to mind this topic of uh, biblical cosmology, right? Well, uh, when you go mock a bunch of flat earthers, but end up becoming a flat earther. <laughs> I know a lot of us have found ourselves in this position, which is why I want to share this next video, which is an eight-year-old girl proving flat earth. Check this video out. How sweet. Hi, my name is Bamary Bobbick, and I'm eight years old, and I'm going to be teaching you about flat earth. So first, we're going to start off with gravity. Gravity is a theory, not a fact. Mass attracting mass never been proven properly. This happened in 1666, an apple fell on Isaac Newton's head. It must have been a big apple for him to believe in gravity. Gravity is fake because density and EMF are making things drop, not gravity. There is iodine salt in this cup and no iodine salt in the other cup. There is two cups of water uh, with an egg. One with iodine salt, with no iodine salt. This one has iodine salt, and it has electricity because electricity is pushing the egg up. On the other one, it has no electricity in it because um, the egg is denser than the water. Density and surrounding medium with EMF. That stands for electromagnetic frequency. If gravity can't be proven and Earth is 70% water, we know water stays level, then 70% of Earth is level. Now we are going to move on to the globe and our flat Earth. So say there is a boat just cruising on the bottom of the Earth. Um, it would fall into space, and space is fake. If space was real, stars would have parallax. They don't. So it would just fall into space. And this is for anything that 
can't go upside down. If people believe that the earth is round, people don't walk upside down. Same with a boat. It doesn't, it doesn't sail upside down. They think this is true on that. Well, no, it is not. This is our true flat earth. And the thing around it is the firmament. I'm going to tell you how the firmament is real. The firmament is real because air pressure has to be contained, just like in a tire. Now we are going to move on to seasons and the sun. The, the spinning ball globe believers say that the sun is 93 million miles away. The globe depends on parallel rays for the seasons. All you have to do is use your God-given eyes to see we have corpuscular rays from the sun. Corpuscular rays proves we have a local sun. That proves everything about seasons and the sun. Now we are going to move on to a sun, moon, and earth depiction. The sun is shining on the moon and the moon is shining on the earth. Why is it not shining its temperature on earth? Well, me and my dad did an experiment one night on a full moon and we used a laser thermometer to check the moon's light and its shadow. The moon's light was colder than its shadow. So that proves the light is colder than its shadow and proves that the, that the moon has its own light. The sun is not reflecting its light on the moon. The moon has its own light. Thank you for watching my Flatter's presentation. <laughs> I hope you guys liked it. And Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. Just remember, the truth does not fear investigation. Thank you for watching. Bye. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> that was very cute. And whether you believe in biblical cosmology or not, the the information and the difference of opinion uh, was one of the precursors to the censorship we see today. I mean, some of the first videos and channels that were being yoinked off of YouTube uh, back in 2018, 2019, were FE topic videos. And they were looking at these things as dangerous misinformation, mm -hmm. counter-narrative, counter government information like oh how could you question the moon landing you're dangerous right <laughs> the uh you know the generation before us have so much pride in the moon landing and if you were to challenge that oh oh no that, that you, you guys you gotta go right and so the people making these decisions they are drawing a line in the sand between what information they view as dangerous and what information they view as you know aligned with their own worldview and, and and the problem is is the world has such a varying degree of opinion and different perspective right but the problem with censorship coming to today's world that the fe topic was a red flag for is that they're going to start painting people with a different opinion whether you agree with that opinion or not as dangerous and so uh in another realm of this we have a video here of the navy implying that religious or conservative minded people are actually uh not normal oh check this video out this is hunter tobrew please 
Amen. Senator Manchin on that. Thank you. Uh, thanks for being here today. Mr. Raven, I want to ask about some of the Navy's training materials. Uh, in his first act as uh, SecDef, Secretary Austin ordered a stand down for training on extremism in the ranks. Each service had to give this training, correct? That's correct, sir. Uh, how many Navy sailors received that training, do you think? Uh, I believe that was force-wide, so, uh, okay. so all sailors, all Marines. Active and reserve? I believe so, sir. That's about 350,000 people in the Navy alone. Uh, are you familiar with the training overall? Uh, generally, I'm, I'm not familiar with each product, sir. Okay. Our office obtained a copy of the brief that was given to every single sailor officer in the U.S. Navy. One slide says, and I quote, I come from a very conservative religious family and have views on marriage, abortion, and LGBTQ rights that are often not considered mainstream, but are in keeping with my religious beliefs. I often discuss these issues online and on social media forums maintained by my church. Will I get in trouble for my post? Are you familiar with this Navy training that went out to all of our sailors? I'm not familiar with that part, sir. Okay. I've got a uh, little slide here I want to submit for the record, Mr. Chairman. Uh, Without objection. Thank you. You know, mainstream media means normal. So the Navy is implying here that conservative religious people are abnormal. Kind of concerns me. Mr. Raven, 65% of the American population identifies Christian. And another 4% of Americans are Jewish, Muslim, or Hindu. Uh, the vast majority in this country, the Navy's recruiting pool, is religious. The Navy's spending millions of man hours on a training that blatantly calls many of its service members abnormal, and then being surprised that recruiting numbers are down would be like a college football coach walking to a recruiting house and calling mom's wallpaper ugly. I mean, that, I mean it just doesn't work. I know a little bit about recruiting, and I think we got to do a lot better job than that. So, uh, Mr. Uh, Camarillo, uh, the total Army and active reserve and National Guard has a recruiting challenge. I think we all agree with that, and we're all watching it. The active component missed its target by the largest margin in American history in uh, 2022. There are a lot of reasons for that. And we all understand that. Many of my colleagues have hammered that home. I won't repeat that. Everyone in this room, along with most Americans, want to see you and the Army succeed. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I want to shift gears here for a moment. A new recruiting ribbon is not going to cut it, okay? Uh, a promotion point scheme that has very little conversion rate, it, it's not going to be good enough. we we got to find new ways. We've got to think bigger. In June 2021, the Supreme Court opened the door for the Army and every service to marry national service with participation in collegiate athletics. Private tech companies have demonstrated repeatedly to Army senior leaders the capability to identify, access, and assign America's high school student athletes who wish to continue their education and athletic careers collegially in exchange for national service. I think we're missing the boat here if we don't look at that. It's not ROTC. It's a 21st century pathway to service. It's a strategy and a tactic guaranteed to produce a well-educated, physically capable, coachable, and aspiring fighting force every year. 45,000 men and women at the Division I level alone 
are eligible. Can I get your word today that you will investigate this pathway? Senator Tuberville, I just want to say, first of all, the number of efforts that we're undertaking in the Army to address the recruiting challenge are far greater than just the recruiting ribbon. A number of efforts to improve how we attract people to the recruiting workforce, where we station them, how we train them, in addition to surge of marketing and advertising, other incentives for people to join. Uh, it is a whole of Army approach to try to address this significant challenge. But certainly, I'd be willing to work with you and look forward to discussing that proposal. Thank you very much imagination. we got to start using it. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thank you, Senator Tuberville. Uh, Senator Shaheen, please. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, and thank you to each of you for being here today and for the work. All right. So I wonder why they're having an issue with recruitment. I mean, maybe it's because <laughs> they, like, held people down and forced them to participate in a medical experiment at risk of dishonorable discharge over the past few years. Maybe it's because the ideology that's being pushed in the military right now is, uh, is contrary to defending, you know, our constitution and rather upholding the corporate ideology that is funding Congress. Uh, you know, there's so many things that, uh, this is alarming of uh, the current state of the U.S. military. One is they weeded out anybody who was willing to stand up for their own bodily autonomy for the, the medical topic, right? Mm -hmm. And now they're weeding out people with traditional conservative values, right? Yep. Now that's abnormal, right? And no wonder they're having issues with recruitment. But what is, you know, the red flag for me is that the people that are going to be in the military that do pass their different training educational programs are all cucked to a wicked worldwide progressive system that wants to undermine traditional morality that wants to bolster totalitarian dictatorship type mentality when it comes to uh you know the new nwo who agendas these things are finding their way into our military and so the people with the big guns if you know what i mean are mm -hmm. all people that have signed on and agree or have been indoctrinated with many of the progressive liberal mindsets that we find undermine the family unit undermine traditional morality and and th they they strip away people's freedom of religion and freedom of speech and in the military these people are going to be all the more beholden to the beast system as it's rolled out because they're weeding out anybody with different perspectives more traditional more honorable perspectives uh and that's what to me stands out yeah you nailed it man all right and not only are they uh you know rolling out these things in our our services and in civilly rolling out these different agendas but uh check out this video from jason a uh, about coming ai and digital technology uh cbdc's the truth may scare you. Check it out. Several states are now trying to centralize currency with the so-called central bank digital currency, which is, by the way, not currency at all. It's software. 
the world has changed so much in the last three years that I just find it absolutely unbelievable. And I didn't believe uh, evil at this scale existed. Well, with one week until veto day, Governor Kristi Noem has issued four vetoes, including House Bill 1193. The bill involves legal definitions for cryptocurrency under the Uniform Commercial Code. Noem says she's concerned how the currency is being defined and if the bill would lead to a central bank digital currency. Republican Senator David Wheeler says only Congress has the power to create money. Uh, you see in there, there is a redefinition of currency that it says government CBDCs are okay if they're run by the government, uh, but any other form is then banned. Uh, it is yeah. clearly a change for how people's assets are utilized. It clearly limits the freedom of people to use other forms of currency that they may choose to if it is a digital currency. Unlike cryptocurrency, CBDCs are centralized. They are issued and controlled by government entities just like fiat currency. In unstable or authoritarian countries, that could lead to currency manipulation. There's no government, there's no person that can just like print Bitcoin into infinity, right? There's a cap to it, um, which is different from the way that some governments operate, which is like they can ostensibly keep printing money, which would devalue the, that nation's currency. We've seen that all over the world. Yeah, can you use that programmable money to like block certain people out of the financial system or, you know, or, or, or restrict their freedom in some way? I think that makes a lot of people like very deeply uncomfortable. The currency is programmable. Uh, they can control uh, almost every aspect of your life once we get on any programmable currency where they can, if they don't like you, they can make it so that you can't spend uh, any currency within a five mile radius, you know, outside of a five mile radius of your home. You, uh, if they don't want you to travel, you won't be able to buy airline tickets or take an Uber or pay for a hotel room. President Biden will sign this executive order today. Now, this order calls understanding how a central bank digital currency might work urgent. The U.S. isn't alone. A growing number of countries are looking into digital versions of their currencies. More than 100 countries, representing more than 95% of the world's GDP, are looking to create their own digital currencies. If the government doesn't approve of what you're purchasing, if they have the only form of digital currency out there and that is endorsed and utilized in the country, they can control how you spend that money and thus take away all your freedom. You've heard of Bitcoin, Ether, Dogecoin and the like. These are cryptocurrencies designed to allow you to pay for stuff without any government or bank being involved. They're based on blockchain technology, a kind of digital ledger that records transactions in a chain. It's hard to tamper with because doing so leaves a trace elsewhere, potentially for everyone to see. That transparency is one of its most promising features. What is the difference between what the Reserve Bank is doing here and a cryptocurrency like Bitcoin or Ethereum? So the difference is that what the Reserve Bank's doing here is they're using the underlying blockchain technology to test a digital dollar. So they will have oversight of this whole pilot and they will maintain control of the money, money supply. So it's completely different to um, other unregulated Okay, so is this digital dollar that they're issuing and doing this pilot with, is it actually a dollar like I know it? Yes, yes. So therefore it's worth 67 point blah -de blah US cents right now? Precisely. You can think of it as exactly the dollar that you know today, but it's in a different form factor, a different technological format 
which means that it can do things that the dollars we have today cannot do. Because it's digital, I, I, I can pay this digital with my mobile, it has nothing to do with central bank digital currency. But I think the fundamental change is the underlying business model is as I, as a retail customer, as a citizen, will have an account with the central bank. I don't have just an account with a commercial bank, I have it with the central bank, which has a lot of advantages for me. It's safe, it feels good. But uh, yeah, there are some challenges uh, with this because the central bank is ultimately, you know, it's a, it's a public office. Uh, commercial banks are under a commercial regime. Central banks are not under a commercial regime. What about interest rates on an account like that? When things are going well, how does this look like? Oh, on a bank run, how does this look like? Is this accelerating the bank run because I have a safe account with somebody? China is no stranger to surveillance either, from monitoring the 850 million users on WeChat to deploying half the world's security cameras. And now the country has control of a digital currency in its sights. President Xi Jinping admitted in 2019 that the country wanted to improve its financial system by controlling people, watching money, and tightening the system firewall. Amazing. I mean, watching videos like that from Jason A. every once in a while, wrapping all these various news sources and reports together kind of puts in perspective how close some of these agendas really are. Yeah. And that brings to mind this next video, which uh, when you think about what we just watched about the central bank digital currency uh, and how it can tailor who can participate in the system and who can't, this next video should really kind of get your feathers ruffled. Because if you think about it, we've been told all about this, right? What does it say? Revelation 13, 17. And the second beast required all people, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, so that no one could buy or sell unless he had the mark, the name of the beast or the number of his name. And how would you implement something like that that was prophesied in the scriptures? Well, it would be through something like a central bank digital currency. And then keep in mind, now of course you have the, you know, the possibility that somebody could go to a grocery store and just convince the clerk, oh, hey, cut me a deal. I'll barter for you. Give me some food. Give me some gas. Give me some water, and I'll trade you something. Well, what if it's all automated? Check out this next video. Hey, everyone. I stopped at a gas station in Alabama to get some fuel. And y'all talk about minimum wage, how high it's getting and stuff. This gas station is what's going to happen. Everything here is automated. There's not a soul here working. And I'm going to show you around to show you what I've seen. I've never seen this before, but I'm here with my truck. Just got out. It's just a regular gas pump you pay at the pump. But let me take you inside. Like I say, there's no attendance. There's nobody here. As you go in. Please don't be robots. There's nothing. There's nobody. There's not a window. There's nothing. What? See, it says pay at the pump only. No cash accepted. How are you going to get your lotto tickets? Coffee, ice. I'm making a video of this. I ain't never seen nothing like this. You talk about minimum wage going up? This is what's going to happen. There's nobody here to pay. This is going to be a car. 
All of these machines are automated. And all you do is come over here and you touch the screen. You pick what you want. Like if I wanted a drink, drink, let's take uh, sodas, soda. There's all the sodas. You put your money in the machine, and the sodas are down here. They drop down. Now let me show you the bathroom. There's the ladies. There's the men's. Restrooms. Purchase required. Code right. on the bottom of receipt. You have to purchase gas outside to get a code. You punch it in right here. For the women's. That's for the men's. And there's not a soul here. So, they don't have to pay minimum wage. And all they have over here is... They have a microwave, stuff for your coffee, ice, everything. Gas pumps on this side. Gas pumps on the other side. No one to pay. So that's what's going to happen with minimum wage is everything's going to go to automated. You'll go into, say, I don't know, McDonald's. You go up to a machine, punch in what you want. It'll cook it and send it out to you. Anyway. Well, I guess the good thing is when you tell McDonald's no lettuce or no pickle, the computer is not going to put it on there or give you more than what you need. That's sad, but it's coming. That's some scary stuff. I'm surprised I mean, there weren't what robots. What would we do without all these great little news reports from TikTok content creators, right? I I've often used them in our shows, so... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh, man. It's like real-world I mean, stuff, you know, that the mainstream media won't report on TikTok. And then they find, and then we present it to you guys, and you guys get to see the TikToks that we, what do you call it, curate? Yeah. I, I think one of the, the big benefits of content like things we find on TikTok is we don't have to tramps through a bunch of just boring talk. We don't have to listen to hours of boring pointless content of talking heads that just have to get their own personal opinions out there. TikTok content is usually really quick to the point. It shows you the story. It, it sh you know, a uh, thought or two is shared and then that's it. You can make up your own mind. And, mm -hmm. uh, and compared to mainstream media, you have to sit and watch for hours and they're like, don't go anywhere. <laughs> we'll have a special right one second after sponsored by Pfizer <laughs> like, it's a uh, it's just it's so crazy and and watching a uh, robot gas station being rolled out someplace is really interesting and and you know that whenever they get to the point where it's an actual like mark of the beast situation they're gonna be dropping these gas stations uh, primarily first in you know certain types of neighborhoods if you know what I mean mm -hmm. uh, because of you know just disparity uh but uh, unfortunately those communities are going to be the ones that have to give in to the cbdc to the automated system first and often the people in low-income neighborhoods they are, they need the food from the gas station they need the food from the local grocery because they're not growing their own food. They're in a industrial hive complex system where everybody's a worker bee 
and you're not growing your own produce. So you're not able to be self-sufficient. And the people that are in these inner city uh, situations are going to have to give in or they're going to go hungry. And man, it's a, uh, it's also alarming, you know, we have AI being very quickly developed, and I found this next video that you'll you'll get a kick out of. Uh, it's uh, I'll share it on my screen. <laughs> Here's a representation of chat GPT being trained uh, for human interaction. Check this out. All right. They're playing rock, paper, scissors, and <laughs> Whoa. let's 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 watch that again. So he's training the robot to smack the face of the mannequin if it wins rock, paper, scissors, and if he wins, he gets to smack the robot. Well, after a while, boom! <laughs> <laughs> the robot him. smacks the human. Yeah, <laughs> the robot's like, yeah, I'm not going to let you you know smack me if i can't smack you back <laughs> yeah so could this be a funny yet true analogy uh for what's happening with ai as it's being trained uh and if ai is implemented with the cbdc we could very quickly see this uh you know strange world start to manifest this the 1984 is not just going to be Truth Squad people. It's going to be AI Truth Squad coming after you and me if we have a different opinion, uh, if we have malinformation. And uh, it's going to be much more efficient than just Twitter content curators, right? It's going to be an automated AI system that is faster, smarter, and uh And, and we won't be able to tell we won't be able to tell if it's a real person or not. That's pretty scary exactly. to me. There will be no more moral standard for mercy. It'll yeah, just no, be, no oh, soul. if you check this box, uh, you're going into the tank, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, Jeremiah, that's all the stories I have for this week. Oh, man. Well, thank you for the great current news. And uh, now a quick word from our friend JJ. Now a word from our sponsor. Now, personally, I've tried every CBD product on the market to help me manage my pain. I have degenerative disc disease and nothing has ever helped me until I tried JJ's Natural CBD Rub. So when I found out that we had the opportunity to work together, I was so excited that I could share this amazing product with you guys here on Skiba News Nation. So if you want to manage your pain like I did, text CBD to 920-382-7720 for an exclusive $50 off a three pack special. Also, check out all the testimonials on their website, jjcbdrub.com. Get pain relief like I did by getting yourself some JJ's Natural CBD Rub today. Check out more info down in the description below. Thank you as always, JJ, you're, you're the best. Um, but I do believe it's a about that time, it's time for an all new Opus Corner. Take it away, Opa. My hood, der hat drei Ecken. Drei Ecken hat mein Hut. Und hat er nicht drei Ecken, dann ist es nicht mein Hut.
Well, 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 it's time for another Opa's Corner. So let's get started. A blonde gets a job as a physical education teacher of 16-year-olds. She notices a boy at the end of the field standing alone, while all the other kids are running around having fun kicking a ball. She takes pity on him and decides to speak to him. Are you okay? she asks. Yes, he replies. You can go and play with the other kids you know. No, it's probably best I stay here, he says. Why's that, sweetie? The boy looks at her incredulously and says, Because I'm the goalie. <laughs> A husband and wife had just finished eating pancakes. To the wife's surprise, her husband walked back to the stove and started making more pancakes. Confused, his wife asked, Honey, we just ate. Why are you making pancakes? They're for the dogs. Why are you making pancakes for the dogs? Because they don't know how. <laughs> A German tourist jumped into the freezing water to save a precious little dog who was drowning. After he climbed out of the water, he handed the dog to the owner and said, Here is the dog. Keep him warm and dry him off and he will be fine. The owner replied, Thank you so much. Are you a vet? He said, Vet, I'm freezing. <laughs> An overweight time traveler goes to ancient Rome and realizes he wore the historically incorrect clothes for the trip. Realizing his mistake, he visits a toga shop to purchase new clothes. He looks around the shop and realizes they don't have togas big enough to fit him. He goes to the counter and asks the clerk, Do you have XL togas? The clerk replies, well, yes, but why do you need so many? <laughs> a group of kindergartners were trying to become accustomed to the first grade. The biggest hurdle they faced was that the teacher insisted on no baby talk. You need to use big people words, she always reminded them. She asked Chris what he had done over the weekend. I went to visit my Nana. No, you want to visit your grandmother. Use big people words. Then she asked Michael what he had done. I took a ride on a choo-choo. She said, no, you took a ride on a train. Use big people words. Then she asked Bobby what he had done. I read a book, he replied. That's wonderful, the teacher said. What book did you read? Bobby thought about it then puffed out his little chest with great pride and said, Winnie the shit. <laughs> a woman was three months pregnant when she fell into a deep coma and woke up after about 10 months. The woman asked the doctor about her baby. The doctor replied, You had twins, a boy and a girl. They're both fine and your brother named them for you. The woman responded, 
No, 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 not my brother. He's an idiot. What did he name the girl? The doctor replied, Denise. The woman responded, Oh, that's actually a nice name. What about the boy? The doctor sighs, De nephew. <laughs> a New Yorker visits a small southern town. There was a nativity scene that showed great skill and talent had gone into creating it. One small feature bothered him, however. The three wise men were wearing firemen's helmets. Totally unable to come up with a reason or explanation, he left. At a quick stop out the edge of town, he asked the lady behind the counter about the helmets. She looked at him like he was dumber than dirt and said, You darn Yankees never do read the Bible. He assured her that he did, but simply couldn't recall anything about firemen in the Bible. She jerked her Bible from behind the counter and ruffled through some pages and finally jabbed her finger at a passage. Sticking it in his face, she said, See, it says right here, the three wise men came from afar. <laughs> and now for the funnies. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Finucci, but we decided to award the ceiling project to Michelangelo. You can't count your litter box as a deduction just because you do your business there. <laughs> well, I'll be Bucker Chicks. <laughs> Johnny Cats. I look down at a stupid ring of food got me down 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 puts me in a bad mood and it hurts 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 the ring of food the ring of food Well, actually, Doreen, I rather resort being called a swamp thing. I prefer the term wetlands challenged mutant. <laughs> Soft language. So, now tell the court, if you will, Miss Potato Head, exactly what transpired on the night your husband chased you with the vegematic. <laughs> It's dark. <laughs> Kafer, 92.7 FM. Today, my guest is Mahalo Okada, author of the memoir, Empty Bowl, My 32 Minutes of Total Despair. Victoria's Secret, Foot Licker. 
Forever three. Have a crombit. Puppy gap. I don't know. I think she's like a 34 cc cc. I didn't have time to make a fire, so I ordered one online. <laughs> Hello, my name is Idaho Montoya. You <laughs> peeled my father. Prepare to fry. <laughs> Middle-aged chopper. And this one has extra lumbar support, a bifocal windshield, and a built-in pill dispenser. <laughs> Heard that baking soda will clean the oven. Hope this works. I hope it does. And so, without further ado, here's the author of Mind Over Matter. <laughs> so, that's three ham and cheese omelets. One order without the cheese, one without ham, and the other without eggs. <laughs> Obedience school graduation. <laughs> so I walked across the bed, jumped on the floor, ran down the stairs, sprinted into the kitchen, hopped up on the counter, and found out he was opening a can of corn. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> oh my God. Of course, prehistoric neighborhoods always had that one family whose front yard was strewn with old mammoth remains. <laughs> Now calm down, Barbara. We haven't looked everywhere yet, and an elephant can't hide forever. <laughs> Andrew is hesitant, remembering his fiasco with the car of straw. <laughs> How to change the bed. Step one, remove the old sheets. Step two, remove the cat who just appeared. Step three, remove the cat again. Step four, you just leave him there. I used to chase delivery trucks when there weren't so many. FedEx, Amazon, UPS. 
Download Doberman Bark. <laughs> Please take a number. The age-old question at long last put to rest. <laughs> Squirt gun fights on the dairy farm. <laughs> if I'm a bad dog, doesn't that reflect what kind of terrible job you did training me? They had to sit us next to the bathroom. Squitch, squitch, squitch. <laughs> My goodness, Roberta. They're just adorable. And what precious Easter outfits. <laughs> I hop. Big deal. So do I. <laughs> the first robin of spring. <laughs> spring is here. I'm so excited. I wet my Plants! And that concludes an Opa's Corner for this week. My hoot, der hat drei Ecken. Drei Ecken hat mein Hut. Und hat er nicht drei Ecken, dann ist es nicht mein Hut. Opa's Corner is now available on my own YouTube channel. Like, share, and subscribe. Alright, Opa, thank you for another great Opa's Corner. And this week we have an extra special show for you guys today because we have a very special guest. We interviewed Alex Michael, or you might know him as the Conspiracy Music Guru. So I hope you guys enjoy this interview. Yeah, I, yeah, I've noticed that comedy and, and music is very, very similar. Like, like musicians and comedians can really connect on the same level because it's all an art form. It's all, and, and it's trying to be censored. Everybody's trying to censor you and censor the truth. And, and that's what I've come to learn. You know, I know my dad got a lot of hate for what he did. And like I posted something yesterday and I'm getting so much hate for it. And I'm like, well, that must mean I'm doing something right, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, you're always going to get that. Aren't you? I mean, I mean, thankfully, I've I created the character, right? So I can hide behind that. So and, and that was that's why I say it was a genius move. Because when I first mm -hmm. did it, I was like, people are going to call me crazy if I start singing about flat earth, like, you know, as me as Alex Michael. So to hide behind that character, I can just wait, I can just hand wave dismiss it and say it's just comments, just a song. It's just yeah. a song. That's all it is. Just, you know, so um, 
I don't really get that much hate. I get the odd that will email me and tell me how much of a joke I am. But, you know, I don't, you have to have very thick skin when you're doing this sort of stuff. I don't buy it. I don't get involved in comment sections or debates or anything like that. I just do my music. Do what you want with it. I know what, you know, I know how powerful it is. I know what I believe. Um, if you, if you, if, all right, it's just a song. It's up to you, you know, do what you want with it. Exactly. I feel the same, same way. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Screw the haters. I don't care about any of that. I don't get dragged down to that that frequency. You know, I, I, it's, it's just I don't want to be. I don't want to have any part of that arguing and debating and stuff. No, screw that. Well, and it, and it's cool because the people that that like you and like me, they they they'll fight your battles for you. You know, they'll they'll you know have your back no matter what. And so that I just I was laughing yesterday when I made a post and and people were hating on it, and I was just laughing at some of the comments because they're so ignorant. They don't they don't care about the truth. They just want to silence and, and control, and they're all about oh I don't want to I don't want to hear it. The government's not lying to me, you know. And and okay, Joe Biden was really elected. Okay, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. My whole yeah, there's, post there's was, so much. This was there's, was, so, there's so much material for 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 music when when you're awake to all this stuff i mean there's a song right there about the election fraud there's a song <laughs> in everything where everything you look at is such a clown world you I mean i mean i wish i had another hundred more of me i could make you know a lot more music because there's just a, a song in every so many conspiracies and so little time yeah yeah my my music was not i tried to distance my music from my dad because I didn't want to taint his name so I, I changed the spelling of Skiba to S-K-E-E-B-A because I was trying to reach a different generation through a different way it, it sounds weird but <laughs> it, it it really worked and one of my songs blew up and then after that it was like regular streaming and now you know I kind of disappeared but I want to get back into it and I know Jake's a really good musician he, he has a lane too and and then we wanted to put out like an album together and, and do a couple collaborating songs and man it'd be cool to have you like we want to do one about uh being a, a so-called truther or a conspiracy theorist and, and the joke's on them so i see it i mean we know what's well, going there you on go. there's, there's the title of the song already the joke's on you it's a great title yeah like you already talked about like truth and that that being your message i i love that i mean that's I mean, that's, I feel like what all music is, it's, it's your truth and other people can relate to it. Like when I write a song, it has to mean three different things to three different people. It takes me a long time to record a song and people don't quite understand that. I think they're just like, why can't you just put a beat on it and say the same thing over and over and over again, like today's mumble rap. And it's like, ah, I, I respect music a little bit too much. Like I don't listen to anything, uh, probably before 19 or after 1985, except for Nirvana and the grunge movement. But all my stuff is like before that, like I'm a big Elvis fan. I'm a big, you know, I like the outlaw country, like uh, Waylon Jennings and Johnny Cash. And and my girlfriend thinks I'm, I'm a 70 year old man in a 28 <laughs> year old body because I know I'm, I'm also on the spectrum of autis autistic. So I will like, like, Take, take in all this information and once i become obsessed with something i'll i'll know everything about it by the time i'm done with it so it's a, it's a blessing and a curse i would say 
and that's that's a good genre that's a good kind of because the, the music back then particularly the country music and the spoken mm -hmm. word you can tell really good stories with that and that's the perfect for you know for, for getting a message across um no i like i like it you got you, you got your tastes i mean I'm, I'm doing everything i'm trying to do everything i want to put out a rap song i want to do so many different things i mean why not why not just instead of sticking to one sort of just try and do it all i think you, you'll yeah. learn a lot more i mean take that country genre and do a rap like tom mcdonald's just done a a rap song with a country artist appearing in the chorus which you would never have expected but you know why not that's what i'm saying i wanted to do a a song of every genre kind of like you're saying like just have just blow everybody's mind just with one of every style of music and you know hopefully you know they'll all make it to number one that's not thinking realistically but that would be cool i mean number one in all these yeah, different I've been, things. I've been saying that for a while but it, 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 it's pretty tough it is pretty tough it's a hard slog man I just hope one day that we could actually uh I shouldn't talk negatively and shouldn't talk about monetizing it but it is it is important to try and you know make a living off of it I think I mm -hmm. think the truth should be monetized in a way because the more corporate you make it and you know the more t-shirts because t-shirts are are like you know, people are walking billboards and you put a conscious message on a t-shirt I think that's important to start the conversation and the books as well everything I'm doing is conscious and I'm sort of trolling Amazon by having my Flat Earth Man <laughs> books on Amazon, you know, and uh, so, and I get a lot of heat for that. Why are you on Amazon? You know, Amazon, like, the devil. It's like, no, I'm, you know, I'm tr like well, a my, Trojan horse, really. I'm putting conscious stuff where all the unconscious people are. So, you know, I, I, I do believe in, you know, monetizing the truth and trying to make a living out of it because that, that way you can do it all the time. Yeah. Um, not just doing it for a hobby, you know, not making any money of it. I do believe that, you know, good conscious. Um, creators should should be should be rewarded for what they're doing yeah i mean i put my book on amazon i don't see anything wrong with that uh, the, uh right after my dad passed i wanted to i don't know why what what it was like something i don't know something took over me and it was like you need to do this you need to you, know, you need to write a book about who your dad was because he was so important to so many people so i wrote about our relationship and published it through amazon and then you know uh I don't see anything wrong with Amazon. No, I don't, I don't see. There will there will always be someone that sees something, but sees something wrong with that. But if you, you're moved to do something, you know, absolutely go with it, and um, you know, put it on Amazon and put it on iTunes. Like people say, you got to take your stuff down from Amazon because Amazon are this and that. And that. Well, okay. Well, so are iTunes. iTunes are the devil as well, and so are Spotify and so are YouTube. They're all these corporate monsters. So I do. I take my music down off of all of them and reach nobody and just have it on my website. No, no I want to reach as many people as possible so it's got to go on amazon it's got to go on spotify it's where that's where all the normies are and they're the people i need to reach you're exactly right you're exactly right i mean and then some christians would say that you know uh they would not like it or whatever but didn't jesus or yahuwah or you know didn't he reach out to people that were not like him didn't he reach out to to other people so it's kind of like, you know, if Jesus made music, wouldn't he be on Spotify? Wouldn't he be on Amazon? Say, Jesus, yeah, I was just about to say, he'd probably have a book on Amazon as well, because, you know. You've I mean, got the Bible's be... on Amazon. Well, then, right, there you, there you go. There you go. <laughs> You know, we're all trying to reach people what's the best way to reach people you know we've all got a message we've got something to say and we want people to hear it because it's that important it's so important so it's you know we've got to use these um these platforms unfortunately um but 
yeah, there'll always be someone that, that uh, disagrees with what you do and, uh, you know, screw them. So where are you originally from? You sound like a Beatle originally, to me. Ori originally, uh, what, what did you say? You kind of sound like a Beatle to me, like one of the Beatles, like, oh, right. like John. Oh, no. No, the, the Beatles were, they were more Liverpoolian. They kind of spoke like that. They had a kind of Liverpoolian accent. And so there's lots of regional accents in, in, in the United Kingdom. And that's kind of one of them. And John Lennon kind of spoke like that, like in the back of his throat like that. So that's that's the more uh, the Liverpoolian accent. But I'm from um, about 20 miles northeast of London, which is a place called Essex. I'm an Essex boy through and through originally. Um, but UK is such a grey, rainy, pissy place. And I felt like I was born in the wrong country. I always loved the sun. When we were treated to a bit of sunshine in the UK, which was just a few weeks, it's like, oh, I was out on my bike and just like sunbathing. And I don't know, it's just like I'm a sort of sun worshiper, really, not in the in the pagan sense, but I just really loved the really loved the sunshine. And there was just none of it in the UK. So the wife and I came on holiday to Spain, fell in love with it. The landscape was just beautiful. The weather is incredible. Like now, it's really hot today. It's really, really, it's just beautiful. We get like 300 to 320 sunny days of. Yeah, days of sunshine a year. It was just, and because I, I make my income from the internet, I could just, I can really run my business with a laptop and a room like this. So like, I wasn't tied family-wise. In fact, my family, I'm the black sheep. So it was easy to move country to get away from that. And uh, so it was a really easy decision. When we, we just sort of jumped in with both feet and we started renting a place in Spain. And before we knew it, we fell in love with it. And uh, you know, I'm, I've been in here 10 years. So originally UK, just north of London, and now I'm in Spain, doing my uh, doing my thing and trying to learn the language as well. And living the dream, man. I mean, that sounds awesome. Yeah, it's um, I don't know, living the dream. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm doing what I want to do. I don't work for anybody else. I I get up in the morning not to an alarm clock. I don't have to clock in or clock out like I used to do when I had a slave job. You know, I'm not. I don't have a boss. I don't have any so. I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing all right for, for you know, I, I mean, I've got members of my family that, that most of the people that I know in my family, they're all miserable because they're doing that daily grind. And uh, mm -hmm. I'm the black sheep. I'm the happy one who's in Spain in a, in a sunny country doing what he loves. So I guess, yeah, maybe living the dream, I suppose. I'm doing what I want, which is really important because that in you know, when you're doing what you love, you, you never have to work a day in your life. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. What is Russell Brand from where you're from? Because I saw an interview he's, that he did. Yeah, originally he's from the UK. I think he's from London originally, yeah. Okay. He might be from Essex, actually. He might be from, I think he might be an Essex boy as well. I think actually. that's what he said on Tucker Carlson. He's He was like uh, talking about Essex being like, uh forget what what state here in America he said it was like. Uh, but it was it was very interesting. And what you described sounded exactly like kind of what he said. And he's, he's actually waking up, which is surprising and awesome. Like he's having this huge awakening and i hope he comes on our side of biblical cosmology or flat earth or whatever you want to call it and uh there's I, I, I wonder if he will i wonder if he will because there's a lot of uh you know people think he's a disinfo agent and blah 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 and uh but he, you know he's saying a lot of good stuff great whether he'll actually be allowed mm -hmm. to talk about cosmology or not because i'm sure he has his handlers or certainly people around him that will i don't know but um it I'm skeptical that it will start talking about Earthshape. I don't think you'd be allowed to do that, especially with the kind of um, following that he has. He has a lot of influence, and um, I don't know. But it's, you know, if, if he's if he's got a big following and he's talking about things and all that sort of stuff, then great. You know, it's, it's just going to push people further down that rabbit hole, which is what we want. Yeah, it's sad because YouTube has has given us strikes for 
you know, talking about the the hokey pokey is what we got to call it. And it's like, yeah. so stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. Like, science is learning, right? Who were your biggest influences musically? Just who? what kind of music do you like mm -hmm. to listen to, uh, you know? of all time that's that's, that's a that's, that's a tough one it's, it's like saying to it's like asking yep. um, what's your favorite song or it's what's like, your favorite like flavor <laughs> yeah it's like all of them i love i love listening to classical i love listening to heavy because i can get something out of everything i always listen i'm not really i don't really listen to the lyrics i'm more interested in what the instruments are doing on, on all of the songs but i've always loved the guitar i didn't start playing the guitar till i was about 21 but i started on the piano when i was about four because i come from a musical family just anything really i mean eric clapton was is a big influence for me and steve Vai, when uh, who i said you you kind of <laughs> remind me of a little bit he was uh, he's just this incredible guitar virtuoso and when i was into the heavy stuff he just does things on the neck on the guitar like are you it's like he's possessed or something like how can a man's fingers move so fast it just amazed me and i always wanted to play like that i never will uh, but my my guitar playing has kind of got a pink floyd eric clapton sort of vibe i love blues music as well oh yeah i love that but i can be quite happy with a, a really nice bit of chopin you know uh, so it's just like say so what's you know what are your influences just like all of it i just love music i just love all the hearing different sounds and different instruments but I do, I do have a soft spot for heavy guitar or blues guitar and Eric Clapton and Stevie Ray Vaughan and, you know, just oh, yeah. uh, that sort of sound. I, I grew up know, on the like, same street as Stevie Ray. Stevie Ray was born and raised right in the same neighborhood that I come from. He was a legend. It was an absolute legend. Oh, there's, some, uh, there's something very fishy about his death, I think. I don't, I don't oh, know yeah. whether it was ritualistic or something. But, um, yeah, gone too soon. Another one gone too soon. And something very fishy about Eric Clapton as well. His son fell out of an apartment window and plummeted to his death I, I i i i question that as well you know like what was going on there but eric clapton seems to be like um i don't know he, he recently was talking about his uh, hokey pokey experience and how he <laughs> thought he would never play the guitar again because he oh, was wow. you know damaged from it so um you know props to him for that going against the establishment but um i don't know i mean do, do, do children fall out of apartment windows in new york it's, i don't know I mean, maybe they do i don't know but uh I don't know. There's, every time you look at mu celebrities, musical celebrities, there's always death and tragedy, and uh, yeah. you know, family members dying in suspicious, suspicious circumstances. It's like, what's going on there? Well, I did an episode about Jimi Hendrix, and I think that he was murdered by his manager. Like he was held down and forced. Yeah, he was to drink alcohol, and it. When I was researching it, it got so dark. And it was uh, the same guy that managed the animals, Eric Burden. I've, I've seen him live. He's, That's he's, it. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, Mark Mark Devlin does a lot of work on that, on the occult stuff, on the music industry. You've heard of Mark Devlin? I've heard the name, and I've probably seen some oh, of his dude, research. If, if, if you want to get deep into music conspiracy, Mark Devlin's the man. He's um, he's he's from my neck of the woods. He's from the UK, uh, more up at Oxford, oh. I think he is. But he's done. Oh, I think I do know who that is. Yeah, yeah, Musical Truth, Volume One, Two, and Three. Um, he's done some. He's, he goes deep into it, and he's done a lot of stuff on the Beatles. He's he's going to take a deep dive into Queen and the occult, the dark occultism that's going on with the Queen and the agendas that they were with Queen and the agendas they were pushing. And uh, yeah, he's going to. He's he's done a bit on J Jimi Hendrix as well. He just takes a deep dive into all of that stuff, and uh, what you find is um, a lot of darkness. It's really quite um, murky in those. Uh, 
rabbit holes. What do you think about the 27 Club? Like, I'm a big Jim Morrison fan, and I, I always have been. I know his dad was, like, the CIA Gulf of Tonkin guy, but what do you think about that? Do you think it's just coincidences? I don't think it can be coincidence. I mean, who? Yeah. How, how many people are in the 27 Club? There's what? There's, there's, well, there's Hendrix, there's Morrison, there's Amy Winehouse, there's... J Janis uh, Joplin? Yeah, there's loads. I mean, I, I'd love to know how many there are, but that, that's there it is i mean they're playing by the numbers again aren't they it's, it's dark i don't quite fully understand it but there's something going on for sure you can't put that down to coincidence can you? no i mean i remember when i like i'm 28 now so i got past the hurdle but i remember the the year i was 27 i thought i was gonna die i was like oh please don't don't take me now like please so luckily I, i'm still here <laughs> for now yeah i think you have to be like pretty um pretty big uh, to be, you know, uh, and have a lot of influence. I don't know how much influence you have, but, uh, I, I, you know, yeah, I don't think, yeah, I think you, you, you'd be okay. We're starting to get a pretty big following, but yeah, they, I think they killed my dad for sure. I do as well. I do. Yeah. And my mom is about to put out a book that she recorded every conversation with the doctors and pretty much she, she proves that what they did was homicide. It, it's nothing else but homicide. The medical system here well, the, is so the, tyrannical. The question that I have is like, because didn't a, lot, a bunch of them get sick directly after a conference? Yep. And he didn't want my mom so, to go on it for some reason. He was like, I don't feel safe with you coming with me. So mm. I don't know. But I went through his computer saving. She, my mom wanted me to save all the tabs open. I don't know if I can even keep this in there, but they were all about what's going on today with the where he was. Yeah. in the hospital like what they were doing to people and i was like oh my gosh did he know was he on another level that i was i, I had no idea about and it seemed to be i mean i i don't know i, I don't understand that how he got so sick and how, how a, a bunch of people got so sick rob being the worst uh, so I, I i wonder if there was any kind of poisoning that went on i've heard of bioweapons yeah, because I don't. I'm not a contagion guy. I'm a terrain theory guy. I'm a. I'm a. I'm. A, I'm so I, I'm. I, I. I can't accept that there was someone sick there that spread it to someone else. Or I think it might have been a, like a like an agent or a bioweapon or, or was it? It can be food poisoning. Could it? But to, to get that level of toxic that you you know have no choice but to go to the hospital is 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 because i think rob was very a healthy man he looked quite healthy he wasn't you know living a, oh, a was. toxic lifestyle in any way so how did he become so toxic so quickly i just i don't know yeah. i've got a lot of questions well and he didn't have any like i've i've had the disease we'll call it and or the virus and i showed symptoms that were very different than his his was not normal symptoms his was vomiting couldn't keep stuff down that kind of thing those are not symptoms of the virus which is interesting i mean even we had a doctor this will all be in my mom's book but he he wanted to test the soil around the hotel that he that he was staying at because it's just it, it, all the doctors were baffled that that were not working for the the mainstream hospitals and all that. So it's just, we'll send you a copy of her book because it is so eye-opening. I think it's gonna expose this whole sick system. Mm. Mike Test. 
Yeah, I've got a lot of questions. So um, it, it just it, it, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't add up there, um, and it's quite concerning, really, because um, you know we're all putting this stuff out there. I mean, are we being a bit conspiratorial here? Are we thinking that agents went in and poisoned the food? And I mean, it's, it's I mean, it goes on though, doesn't it? Yeah. All right, Jake's here. I'm at a new location today, so I had a fresh setup to get ready. So. No worries, man. I I, I got almost my my full questions in. I think. Uh, <laughs> I came up with a couple more. Well, hello, hello, Alex. Good to good to see you. How you doing, man? It's uh, it's good to be seen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, it, it's uh, my, I think, second time actually having a conversation with you. I think the last time we uh, we met was in Denver. Uh, at the yeah. Ladder there. We got to talk a little bit. Uh, I think you're having drinks after the uh, the event. So it's, it's great to get to do an interview with you. Yeah, I, I remember it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that was a, such a a whirlwind of um, of I mean, it was there was so much going on over those few days that I was there. Just it, it was actually quite a stressful event for me because just performing I don't like anyway, and so being surrounded by so many people. And back then I only had like seventeen thousand subscribers, but I couldn't walk down the corridor without someone wanting to you know have a photograph or an interview or something it was um it was quite a surreal experience really and uh but i have so many fond memories of denver like i, I kind of want to do it again but you have to put yourself through an awful lot of stress i mean this thing with jim brewer he's talking about bringing me over for a tour and doing a show like a conscious show conscious music conscious comedy and all that which i love but it's so out of my comfort zone i mean uh denver was just brilliant i've got so many fond memories but it was uh so stressful so i might have to put myself through that again but yeah good times in denver i watched um a video with my wife the other day i, I i've got a video on my channel called um the, the, the flat earth international conference denver my my journey my story or something like that it's called and i watched it again for the first time with my wife the other night and uh i captured all the best moments and i was like we were both smiling from ear to ear watching that the footage back going oh we've got to do it again so if the opportunity comes up we've got to go to the states again as stressful and as costly as it is but you know, we're only here once, so you've got to sort of push the envelope a little bit. And, uh, you know, and it's, you know, for the love of the truth, of course, you know, that's what drives me, you know, and the, and the music. So um, I, if, if I get the opportunity to go over it again, if Jim Brewer wants to pay for me to go over and if they if they drop that mandate where you have to have the hokey pokey before you get in, then then I'll probably go. So if that's the case and if Jim really means what he's saying, then uh, it could be a very busy, interesting year for me. That's really exciting. I mean, how was Jim's reaction to the whole biblical cosmology FE topic? What what was his kind of response? I'm not sure on his position with the topic. Well, I got the sense that he didn't want to go there. I brought it up several times in the interview, and but he kind of deflected a little bit. Now, I have it on good authority that he's already he already knows the globe is nonsense. Great, but he's not quite ready to to bring it to his audience yet. And I understand that and I respect that. But there will be a point, like with all of us, like when I first discovered Flat Earth, I remember saying to my wife, oh my God, I think the Earth's flat, but I, this is gonna be my little secret. I'm not gonna tell anyone because everyone's gonna think I'm crazy, blah, blah, blah. So, so it's gonna be my little secret. And then fast forward a year, then I'm Flat Earth man all over the internet, right? So you just become, <laughs> you just become comfortable with it. It just becomes part of your reality. And the same thing is gonna happen to Jim, I think. 
where he's going to be, going to be it's just, just he's just going to start talking about it at some point he's not ready right now but I mean, he's doing all of the other stuff. He's talking about the hokey pokey. He's talking about the left and right. And he's talking about the, the, the media. And he's, uh, every time he finishes a stand-up, he's saying, switch off those screens. Don't believe the media and all of that sort of stuff. So he's saying the right things. He's not quite there yet. With, well, he's not quite ready to speak about um, the globe nonsense yet. But give it time. I'm sure he will do because he seems very passionate and driven about what he's doing. So it, it'll only be a matter of time before he's dressing up and calling himself flat earth man or something you know in that in that way you know i don't know but he, I, I think he'll do something similar because he he won't be able to hold it in because he's very animated he, he, he won't be able to he won't be able to help himself i think so i think it's just watch this space with, when it comes to jim yeah we're living in a completely different world than 2018 2019 those last couple big international fe conferences and uh and I wanted to ask you about kind of the state of the world now. Like back in 2019, Flat Earth was one of the biggest topics on some of these late night shows. It was so interesting to people. But now we're living in a world where World War III is around the corner and, and COVID nonsense this and that and the World Economic Forum this and that. And, you know, there's all these changes in the world. Uh, and, and conspiracy people seem to have been vindicated so much. Uh, and so... It kind of makes me wonder what your opinion is now and, and how receptive people are to the, the FE topic now that, like, I guess more prevalent conspiracies and, and doom and gloom kind of topics have kind of come into the mainstream limelight. I mean, you talk about vindication there, like you know, the conspiracy. It's like that's one of the reasons I wrote the song I Told You So, right? Because it was like... All of this stuff I've been ranting about where you thought I was this crazy tin foil hat wearing conspiracy theorist is now coming to light. So it was very frustrating. So, you know, I, I, I channel my frustration through music. That's why during the whole COVID thing, the three of the songs that I made were the, the hardest rocking sort of heavy metal stuff because it was me being frustrated. It's like, because of you, we're in this mess. And it was all very metallic kind of sounding and heavy. And so it was just you know, very frustrating. But in terms of like how people feel i mean i don't really integrate into the spanish community because because i'm an english speaker I try, i'm trying to learn the language but um it's really hard to learn a new language especially when you're 50 51. <laughs> but so i don't i have a bunch of friends like who are a conscious like i don't know maybe six to ten sort of friends that I, I i hook up with every few weeks but trying to put my message out there on the street or in in in, in restaurants i just don't I, I just keep my mouth shut because i know where that can get you so I just use my music to communicate. You know, I don't want to be a talking head or, you know, preaching on the street. And no, that's not what I'm here to do. I think my, what I'm here to do is to push my, my message and my frustration through music. So, uh, and so every, it depends on what's going on in the world. I mean, I'd love to do a song on like, you know, oh, I've done it. I've touched the a little bit. I'd like to do germ theory stuff or I don't know. There's just, I, I, I said to Jeremiah earlier, there's, there's so many conspiracies and so little time everything's a conspiracy right everything is just like music worthy so i think i'm going to be very busy but um yeah it's just i i just put my frustrations into music i don't try and communicate like normal people i don't try and convince people i just go it's my channel these are my songs this is what you know make of it what you will yeah it, it's uh i think so potent how music can kind of transcend those barriers that people put up when somebody's like preaching at them on whatever topic and 
Uh, I think that's what's so beautiful about music uh, and what I think is really effective with your style and approach. And the reason I kind of was asking that question is that with all the kind of the doom and the gloom in the world and a lot of people who are waking up on, based on these other topics like the suspicion uh, with the medical industry or distrust when it comes to like a, a big central bank controlling finances or something like that a lot of people are are easily kind of shaken by some of these topics that seem to be very provable and it makes me wonder if people are more receptive now to the more fringe conspiracy topics like flat earth or whatever uh because they're realizing that there's deception in these other areas and um I, I would want yeah, to. Ask yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's it's, yeah. it's a journey, isn't it? I mean, I I've, I I first opened my eyes to nine eleven ten years ago, and it was like a, it's like a you. That's the first step, or maybe like uh, the moon landing might be the first step for some people, or the JFK thing might be the first step. And then you get to the next step, then you get to the, it's a whole journey. It just takes you know an awful lot, and then eventually, you, if you get deep enough down the rabbit hole, you get to something like flat Earth or the moon landing. But it takes a while. You can't just present flat. I mean, there are some people yeah. that can present, be presented with flat earth and they get it without having looked into conspiracies at all in any way, shape or form. But those people are very, very rare. You have to start somewhere. For a lot of people, it was 9-11. So, and that was 10 years ago, you know. So um, <laughs> people will become more receptive to, to flat earth because it's, it's not going away. And there are more and more flat earthers every single hour just look at dave's app every hour more people joining so it ain't going away once you go flat you don't globe back right there might have been one or two idiots <laughs> that, that should that, be on that, a t-shirt yeah yeah it should be yeah so it's it ain't going away i don't think and uh you know maybe us guys here we're ahead of our time and uh maybe one day 10 years down the line we'll be thought of as you know i don't know just ahead of our time i, I you know, I, I hope that in 10 years that we, we do see more of a mainstream um, appreciation or, or acknowledgement of this subject, because if that happens, then my music is perfectly poised and perfectly set for that awake, that flat earth awakening. And then uh, then I can buy myself a new car. <laughs> yeah, I think we're all hoping for a world where people are more receptive to some of these topics that uh, really helped redefine our lives in general, like uh, realizing all of these things that have kind of uh, manipulated our mindsets from the school-age classroom, right, to, you know, what, what people learn in college with physics and all this stuff, um, you know, being taught we could be astronauts all along the way. Um, I think looking back, you know, if there's more vindication for conspiracies uh, like it has been over the past few years with some other topics, I think uh, you'll be doing pretty well. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I, I, it's, when you get into this stuff, I, I wasn't financially driven. It, it's not like, I'm going to make these songs. I'm going to make so much money. Uh, <laughs> I, I've been doing this six years, and there's no way I can even make a living off of what I'm doing. But, you know, it, <laughs> but it would be nice in 10 years if it's really recognized. I mean, slowly, slowly. Jim Brewer's found my stuff, right? And a lot, there's, there's a lot of people that will in the industry that will follow Jim Brewer and that might, you know, uh, contact me indirectly. Uh, so we'll see. It's, it's been, a, you know, my music styles are going up very, very, very slowly. Like, build it and they will come. So who knows? Who knows where it's going to go? I'm just glad to be along for the ride. I'm glad to be, you know, um, part of the soundtrack, if you like. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, I know 
several years ago, there was always these whispers of Hollywood dabbling into the conspiracy topic of the moon landing and and uh, it's really cool hearing names that are well recognized like Jim Brewer uh, talking to guys like you and uh, and I know like another person is Owen Benjamin who's uh, you know looking into flat earth and has been talking with Dave uh, quite a bit and uh, do you know of any other well-known celebrity types that are tapping into this (laughs) kind of culture I, I know of one that uh, is an A-lister, and I'm not sure I'm allowed to say his name, but it has been banded about. And I know that a, a certain very prominent flat earther has had meetings with this particular person. You might have to bleep this out, but um, you know Kelsey Grammer from Frasier fame? Oh. He's a... Oh, yeah. He's a flat earther. Yeah, he's wow. flat. Oh, wow. Yeah. I know another one. So I don't uh, know if that's going to go. I mean, I, 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 that's the only big name that I know who's flat i mean it's only a matter of time i don't know who else is talking flat i don't know didn't woody harrelson come out and start talking a little bit about flat earth or who's the other guy that goes uh all right all right all right what's that uh, guy that matthew mcconaughey he's a matthew mcconaughey thank you yeah he started talking right, because right, the earth right. is flat all right all right all right <laughs> yeah so uh, i don't know maybe he's aware um if he's dropping it into a little stream like that then maybe he is aware like i say it's only a matter of time before you just get so comfortable and it boils up inside that you can't can't resist it and you have to, to say but now the big name for me is uh, kelsey grammar apparently apparently allegedly on the flat earth grapevine he is a flat earther oh wow it's really interesting uh, you know whenever we hear these names it's kind of like the the hope that somebody like that i mean we have kyrie irving was mentioned uh you know i, I think there's several uh like kodak black uh rapper i think uh he B-O-B. might lean that way bob yeah uh anyway here's a here's a question for uh the conspiracy music guru uh what are some conspiracies that might be too far-fetched even for your world like what what's the craziest thing you've heard but that you're kind of like i don't i don't really buy that one i don't think there is one because when you when you're aware that massive lies are possible huge lies like the globe like contagion and germ like like all that germ all of that these are massive massive like when you when you get to that understanding that then 9 is another one as well and it's like when you realize that huge lies are possible like everything could be on the table like there's nothing that i wouldn't approach musically you know so i don't think there's any particular conspiracy where i'm like nah no way i'd like i'm like Give me some more information i want to know about that as, as crazy as it sounds i think mark Sargent says it when he says oh if somebody said oh well, a bigfoot has had a baby with elvis he'd go like all right i'll give you a minute like just what you got kind of thing so that's kind of where i am i'm like nothing oh, is that, nothing is great. um off the, everything's on the table it's all on the table at this point you know when you when you understand that everything's a lie you know everything everything's on, on the table so there's nothing i wouldn't touch really in in, in a way whole new world it, it kind of uh brings the light in the eyes that that young enthusiasm to see a, a new world right to see and explore out there again because you know now the boundaries are limitless to what could be <laughs> uh, experienced and to you know go yeah. out there and discover it's, it's uh, really uh, exciting uh, to think about it's like, I, I feel like a a 10 year old child because like i said previously I, I woke up to 9 11 10 years ago and i started figuring out ah oh, this is why the world sucks 
because big lies are possible and it's all controlled from a blah 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 blah. So it's like I'm only just sort of like I was I was 40 years old before I started looking into this stuff. So for the first 40 years, I like wasted my life on just this indoctrination. You have to unlearn everything you've learned, right? So for the last 10 years, I've been actually learning what's really going on, and I'm like this excited child. It's like, oh, that's how it works. Like, put it into music. So it's like, uh, it is very exciting. It's dark as it is, but it, you know, I wouldn't have it any other way. You know, I wouldn't want to have taken the blue pill. Why or why didn't I take the blue pill? Cipher in the Matrix. Remember that scene? Mm -hmm. No, I, don't, I, I You know, sometimes maybe I'm like, oh God, this is really, really dark. You know, um, but no, I don't think I'd have it any other way. So, uh, in terms of people that are fresh to the conspiracy world. Uh, whether it be flat earth or challenging the medical establishment, big pharma or government control or whatever. Um, what, what are some resources that you would point people towards that are like newbies, like somebody that's totally unfamiliar? Uh, you know, they, they've just kind of heard a little bit about 9-11 or this or that. Where, where do you think somebody should start off if they're just like, look, I, I realize the world's not what it seems. Well, I mean, I, I mean, if you go back to some of them uh, original documentaries that I was watching, documentaries on YouTube like Loose Change and that sort of stuff, and uh, Franken Skies, you know, learning all about chemtrails. I mean, now uh, they're classics as far as I'm concerned. And there's 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 many more like uh, what was the other one? Not really. I mean, I started listening to David Icke. Like that was that's what really kind of um, got my world turning. I have a different view on David Icke now because he doesn't seem to want to go and expose NASA. He doesn't want to talk about the moon landing. He certainly won't touch flat earth, but he was very instrumental in my awakening right in the, in those early days, sort of 2012, 2013, 14. I was glued to him. He was doing 10 hour um, presentations at Wembley arena. And uh, it, it was just, it was just amazing. I was just absolutely glued to, to, to him. Now, like I say, I have a different view on him now, but, um, but he's got a lot there's a lot of truth there same with alex jones there's a lot of truth there i have a different i was drinking alex jones in for, for a good couple of years i have a very different opinion of him now but i think those you know maybe you should if you're just starting out maybe you should look at that sort of stuff but um i would i would direct people now to a website called stoplookthink.com which is um uh, i do believe um mr weiss has something to do with that but uh, it pretty much has categorized every single conspiracy, or I don't like even the word conspiracy, even though I have it in my title, but it, it, truth, if you like, but so it's like truth categorized. So if you want to learn about 9-11, there's a page for it. You want to learn about the, the hokey pokey and the COVID, the COVID union, COVID union. Uh, it's all there. Uh, you know, the, the, the um, I've got to be careful with my words, the, uh, the, 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 the Sandy Hooker, um that 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 event as well and, and all of that sort of stuff it's all on stoplookthink.com so that would be a pretty good place to start but you know you you got to bring food and water because it's not something you're going to get in a couple of hours you know it, you have to dedicate an awful lot of time to it that's why the, the music is quite effective because i try and put as many truth bombs in a five minute song because people don't have the the capacity anymore or the attention span to watch hours and hours and hours of, of, of you know video so i try and put it in a five minute sort of truth bomb if you like but where to start that's a question that's a that's a big question I, I only know where i started i started with alex jones and david ike and you know those chemtrail um uh, documentaries and uh, the 9 11 documentaries and back in the days when youtube wasn't censoring that it was offering me more 
you've watched this 9-11 conspiracy music video how about this one how about this one and i was just watching it all like it was just like a drug it was like oh my god finally i have some answers why life sucks so much so uh i don't know i i would start with line 9-11 uh, once you once you um unlock that and realize that big lies are possible then um then the sky's the limit the firmament's the limit <laughs> Wow, that's a uh, yeah. That I think that website in itself would be a great resource for people just being able to sift through all the various uh, topics over the years. And I like how you put it: bring food and water with you because you're gonna be there a while. Uh, it takes time to digest and, and experience and research. Um, so uh, another uh, avenue of uh, questioning I wanted to go down is: uh, what is the state of the current music industry? And, uh, and what are some of the kind of things that you've experienced trying to break out into the uh, public realm? You know, I mean, things aren't done like they used to with the abilities we have with social media and such. But uh, you know, first, maybe your opinion on uh, kind of modern music. I mean, we still have the big occult kind of weird ceremonies at the Super Bowl halftime and, and all these different things. And, uh, and also breaking into the music game uh what's that kind of looking like in today's world well for, for some for someone like me who's an independent artist if you want to call it that it, it's very tough for independent musicians to to make any kind of finances being an independent musician you don't get the the, the 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 promotion that the record company could offer you don't get anything so being an independent musician is tough enough let alone an independent musician that is singing about conspiracies and flat earth you, you, you know if you want to make a living out of that then then i would advise against it you have a backup at least but the st <laughs> but the state of the music industry at the moment is just the music has been utterly bastardized isn't it i mean we've we've gone from like classical music 100 years ago which i appreciate some of them it, it's like crow says if you take a, a, a sheet of music from beethoven and put it next to i don't know cardi b <laughs> to, to, to bring a name I mean, there, there is just, you can see what's been done over the years. It's been utterly bastardized, let alone, you know, the, the, the manipulation of the frequency of music. But, you know, there, there's, there's so many agendas being pushed in the music industry. It's very, very dark. I don't want any part of it. Um, so I'm just doing my own thing, but it, I will not be re rewarded for it financially. Not that, that you know, that's a, that's a, a focus of mine. But uh, if you're spending all your time doing it then you know your bills do have to be paid but it's it's, it's it's tough like i said to jeremiah earlier i've been doing this for six years and i can't make a living from from what i'm doing from my music sales no way not yet um so uh it's it's very tough being an independent musician particularly being an independent musician that's singing about flat earth so i wouldn't advise it but yeah the state of the music industry now is is, is laughable I, I refuse to to watch it or listen to any of it because i know the agendas that are being pushed through that i mean just take a look at the the Grammys, take a look at what Sam Smith did recently did at the Grammys and all that mm. stuff. Madonna and all, all of that and Lady Gaga. It's just, it's so dark, so dark. It's just, it's repulsive to me. Do you think there's any prevalent themes or agendas that are being pushed in the past year or so? Uh, like more recent things that they're trying to, you know, slam on humanity's minds and collective consciousness? Uh, transhumanism. It seems to be a, a running theme in a lot of music videos. Not that I watch many, but and Mark Devlin is really the man to talk about this. Really, he, he really takes a deep dive into uh, the you know the darker cult nature of the music industry. Um, but there, there's certainly agendas. There's this the trend, like I say, the transhumanist agendas. There, there, there's obviously um, 
a lot of pedophilia being pushed. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of homosexual sodomy being pushed in music videos. Um, it's, um, it's, 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 it's the polar opposite of what music should be. Yep. You know? Yeah, I think it's uh, the truths of uh, music and, and, you know, singing about the beautiful aspects of life that really help people. And then they're kind of beautifying the ugly in, in kind of these different agendas. And uh, it's just uh, it's interesting to, to get your perspective, um, you know, on kind of what, you know, they're doing versus what you're doing. Yeah, I'm doing the polar opposite of what what they're doing, really. Um, like my, I, in fact, I put on my website my my true solfeggio album, which is like a bunch of uh, instrumental stuff with healing frequencies embedded into it. And I, I I say on that website, I say this is the polar opposite of what the the controllers want of this world musically, um, because it's music that can you know heal, music that can move, and I, I get messages constantly that how that. that particular music is helping people I, I don't see that in the music industry at all music that informs new music that makes you feel good and heals and, and all that sort of stuff and, uh, there's certainly not there's not I mean, there's some conscious stuff out there but it will never it will never see the light of day it'll always be like an underground movement and uh, I think I'll always be underground I don't know Let, let's see where it goes but uh, I do think we're in the middle of some sort of awakening I'm glad to be a part of it um, but we'll, we'll have to see where it goes but um, yeah it's madness well, how can our audience uh, support you? Like, just how could they find you, or or if they wanted to help support you, how could they do that? Is there just uh, if, if 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 your audience can remember remember three words: conspiracy, music, guru. Kind of, um, I know it's quite long winded, but it kind of describes what I do pretty well because guru really just means guide. So I'm guiding people through conspiracies or truth using music so conspiracy music is kind of a good description albeit quite long-winded but if you can remember those three words and type that into youtube where all my music videos are and just watch them i don't ask for financial support just watch the videos and share them if you can um because it's it's very powerful stuff i've learned what i've done i mean it, 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 when I first come to the, came to these realization, it moved me so much. It gave me so much of a, a creative burst that I had to put into music, and it, it really can move some, it moves some minds. So I think just sharing the music, just finding my channel and sharing the music would be a great help because that's what's important to me is getting the music out. I mean, I'm doing okay with my little ringtone business. I do all right, you know. I, I, my bills are paid. I've got, I, I don't ask for donations or anything like that. I do have a donate in the in the description box if, if, if my music's really moved you to, to the point of that you want to donate or buy me a coffee, you know, but I don't ever make videos and scroll along the bottom, buy me a coffee, you know, Patreon or none, none of that. Although I, so just being aware of my music, being aware of my channel, and if it resonates with you, then share it. That'd be a great way to support, you know, uh, conscious music. And I think it's cool that a lot of people are probably finding out about all these conspiracies and stuff through your music which is awesome it's like uh leading people into it down the rabbit hole rabbit hole yeah that's what like i say that the, the the music that i've made of that like, they're, they're five minute long tracks or one of them's like 10 minutes but uh most of them are like five six minutes and they're just full of bullet points you can't explain something like flat earth in a five minute song but you can put in some bullet points that that raise an eyebrow and, and i can put visually in a song how the, like my song puppet show i i i, I I visually 
show how they're using harnesses on the ISS. And when I saw the harnesses, that was a big thing for me. Like they're faking it. They're faking. Oh my God. That was so that was a big eye opener for me. So, um, yeah, it does. It, it, it should start the cogs turning. And that's what the, I, I refer to the album, which is my album here. I'm going to give it a quick little plug. This album, Flat Earth Man. I refer to this album as a, a bag <laughs> of seeds because once you listen, if you, once you listen to those tracks, well, certainly the videos are a lot more helpful. But once you, once you look at that, what I'm explaining and what I'm showing in those songs, it should start it should start the cogs turning if it doesn't then it's not for you it's not your time it's not you know and that's fine you might just see it on a comedic satirical satirical level and just it's just a song it's just a guy in a hat doing a funny voice ha 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 very funny move along it's not for you it's not for you but it will hopefully you know get the cogs turning and that's what music and comedy is very very powerful at doing so there is a it is a nice little you know way to introduce people to you know hold on you know something really really funky is going on here maybe i should look deeper into it and that's what the music is, is perfect for or, or stand up or whatever just those little one or two lines in the song that can make people go huh holy crap look at that they are using harnesses maybe i should look into a bit more so that's you know just that one video clip or a one line or just one song can really start people on their journey and I love that. I love that music can do that. Me too. You had anything else, Jake? Oh yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Alex, what what is kind of on your radar right now? I know you've mentioned germ theory, but what can we expect some of your next songs or albums to be about? Uh, what what are you really diving deep on currently? That's that's a tough one because at the moment I've just finished. I've just finished an album. Um, I'm going to give this one a plug as well. <laughs> Screw it, why not? Yeah, please. <laughs> I've just finished. I've just finished this album. It's called Unplug, and it basically covers oh, so many conspiracies you wouldn't believe, and, and that's just full of lyrical truths. And I'm quite exhausted from doing that because that took a good four months to make. And when I'm making an album, I don't have any help. It's all me doing everything. It's like I'm doing every aspect of it, from designing the CD to doing my own photo shoots and to doing the videos and the, the production, the mixing, the mastering, the vocals, the bass, the drums, the harmonica, the absolutely everything. So it's quite an exhausting thing to, 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 to do. So I've just finished that. It came out, I don't know, a few weeks ago, and I'm still quite exhausted from it. So I'm not really thinking about my, my next project. I have a few ideas. I mean, I... There's a song on this album called uh, You Were Right. It's a bit like I Told You So, actually, but it's about it's a song about a hokey pokey uh, injury. And I want to make a video for that as well. Um, so that's what I might be doing. I mean, but then this Jim Brewer thing came up and smacked me in the face. Like I might be going to the States. I might be doing stuff with that. So that could keep me very busy. I'm just kind of waiting for my next move, really. Uh, I don't try and force it. I don't think creativity can be forced. I don't like, right, I'm going to make a song about this. Or like this. I just kind of wait for it to come. Yeah, it's got to come to sort you. Sort of from the ether. Yeah, it's got to come to me. Otherwise, it's just really, every one of my songs that I've done, it. I never forced it. It just, bang, it just came to me. I've got an idea. And then you start with the first mm -hmm. line and then the second line happens. And before you know it, you've got a whole song. So I never, never tried to force it. So I'm never like, right, this is the next song I'm going to do. Germ Theory is a great one. I really should do, I really should do something with that. But um, we'll see if I get an idea for that, but uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm always going to be busy, aren't I? I'm never, I'm never going to stop doing this. It's kind of like my calling, my purpose. So there'll always be more stuff coming from me. I'm just going to sit tight for a while, have a bit of a break, see what happens with the Jim Brewer thing. Um, it could take me places. It could open a lot of doors. I don't know, but um, 
Ah, uh, we'll see, I guess. We'll see. Awesome. Cool, man. Well, I think that's all I had at the moment, Jeremiah. All right, man. Well, uh, I told him about our music and that, you know, he's always welcome to feature on that song or one of the songs that we plan on making. And he said he might be down. So that'd be awesome. Up, and everybody yeah, pause this video yeah, right now up, and buy, his, buy that CD right now. That'd be awesome. Yeah, man. No, it was a pleasure talking to you. Um, yeah, I might, I might be that. Uh, I've got to look for your stuff, right? Skiba, S-K-E-E-B-A. I'm interested. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued to see what I can add to it. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely down, man. Okay, cool, man. All right, well, th thank you for coming on on the show. Everybody's going to love this show. So thank you for being a part of it. All right. No, no, thanks for having me on, man. I keep, keep doing the good work. I hope, uh, I hope uh, to see, you know, I hope, I hope you blow up, man, you know, because it's, uh, it's important, you know, people doing this sort of stuff. And uh, no, good luck, man. I, 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 you know, I, I wish only but good things for you. Me too. And for you as well. So thank you, man. Thank you. Thank man. you. All the best. Me too. Peace. Great talking. And you. Cheers, bro. Great questions, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you again, Mr. Michael, for being on Skiba News Nation. We greatly appreciate it. Now, Jake, you got some memes for me? I do. All right, meme me up. Meme me up. So we have a plethora of pretty random memes this week, uh, but here's one for us. Back in my day, we didn't wear helmets. We just lie there unconscious until somebody came to get us for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know about you, Jeremiah, but I remember this was true for me. We would just go out and come back all banged up. and. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Good times. Yeah, just uh, going to lie here in my injury. No emergency trip for me. <laughs> Nowadays, everybody's got to go straight to the emergency. Everything's such a big deal. I know, because they look it up on Google, and then they find out that it, they think it's something else, and then yeah. never self-diagnose. Adam blamed Eve, and Eve blamed the snake, and the snake didn't have a leg to stand on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, speaking of Satan, right? Uh, hey, kids, want to hear a story? Not today, Satan! <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's great when someone offers me tap water <laughs> uh, do you remember uh, last year the the whole conspiracy going around about something in the water yeah wasn't there a whole documentary yeah, I, about I it I mean there was a whole documentary, and they also produced uh, some very well-put-together documentaries like uh, uh, 200 Mules, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of interesting, um, you know, looking back on it. it I, I was always suspicious of that particular conspiracy. I thought it was a little far-fetched. But oh, it's weird how the far-fetched conspiracy documentary makers made a really well put together documentary like 200 mules so it kind of you know it leaves you questioning you know are they trying to discredit themselves or what well if they would have just left the they would have left the fortune cookies part out 
and like all the kind of weird stuff that he was saying, I think I would have like believed a little bit more, but it, he kind of threw his credibility out the window at the end. But I was up, I was, you know, I, I was liking it until then. That's just my personal opinion. <laughs> all right, next one. Uh, 1960s to 2023. This is the evolution of man as the system wants us to believe, right? Yeah. Uh, and I think we're definitely descending into madness. And I think they want to effeminize and uh, pretty much neuter men of today's world. And, uh, and unfortunately, our system is churning out guys that look like this person on the right. And what's sad about that is, is I mean, when you have indoctrination and media and, and movies that beautify this lifestyle, you know, and then you grow up to look like this, it's not just your fault. It's kind of the people that put you into that system to begin mm -hmm. with. And that's why I say, hey, guys, get, get your kids out of the school system and homeschool because uh, the best person to teach your children how to be a man or how to be, you know, well rounded adults is uh the parents right and the the elders of a community that is strong and has morality based on the scriptures well i will say there are some good teachers like my girlfriend that you know takes her job very seriously but but yeah i, I agree with the rest of that comment <laughs> oh yeah absolutely i mean there's always teachers that are pouring their lives into the children and unfortunately sometimes hard to find. unless they yeah, unless people play by the rules of the school board, they're kicked out. So good mm -hmm. teachers who stand up for, you know, based learning, right? They're being removed from the school systems unless they cave to all these agendas. And so the best of the best teachers sometimes are, are really having a hard time who, mm -hmm. who are still in the school system. Yeah. Here's a funny one. Uh, I know that Albert Einstein was a genius, but I think his brother Frank was a monster. <laughs> Frank Einstein. <laughs> I get it. That's funny. You know, Frankenstein. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, man. All right. Uh, even, NASA tech, even NASA does not have this technology <laughs> to protect the hand from frying food. <laughs> Fun. Fun fact: No state requires a dog to have a carry permit. Ooh, that's a that's a good way to get around it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they let my cat would roll right out of it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You'd have to be careful with the cat; it might pull it on you. Yeah. Uh, this would have prevented seventy-five of our problems today. <laughs> True. When somebody tries to insult me, but I sing hymns that call me worse things. Ha! <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's been a while since I've been to a hymn-singing church, but uh, I can definitely see that's true for certain <laughs> songs for Christians today. Hmm. Um, let's see here. You can steal my memes if you want, but I lick every one of them before I post them. <laughs> we have a 
fast food war going on between McDonald's and Chick-fil-A, <laughs> McCafe goes, uh, we sell crispy chicken sandwiches on Sundays, just in case you're wondering. And Chick-fil-A goes, our ice cream machines are always working. <laughs> now, that would be a good conspiracy oh, theory topic to talk about on this show, because you know about that? Oh, no, what? About the McDonald's always being shut down, their their ice cream. I don't want to give it away because it'd be... Oh, no, I've not heard of that. You should look it up, man. It'd be, it'd be good for current news. It's bigger than you think. Oh, man. That's interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know there is a conspiracy to shut down uh, Chick-fil-A where all of the major fast food restaurants released fried chicken sandwiches to compete, and they still uh, weren't really able to kind of muster to take a dent out of chick-fil-a's market share but <laughs> we have here isn't it funny how there are only two options for gender reassignment surgery male and female kind of makes you question all those uh gender specialists who believe there's a plethora of uh <laughs> genders out there and it's hard to define what a real man or woman is yeah there used to be something called make-believe. Oh, yeah. When I was a kid, it was called make-believe. I could dress up like Peter Pan or whatever, and I knew that it was fake, you know? And nobody nobody tried to indoctrinate me to actually become Peter Pan. So, yeah, here I am today. <laughs> I, I kind of feel that the modern gaming industry has had some of a impact on our mindset in terms of what it means to have an avatar and mm -hmm. when we're indoctrinated with theories like the hologram world theory or we're living in a simulation simulation theory or whatever people start to look at their body as an avatar of their messed up mental state or their mm -hmm. their spirit person right and i feel spiritually like this gender or that gender and and when we play games where we can play as a girl or we can play as an animal uh, it kind of, I believe, helped that mindset along uh, into today's trans movement um, because not that I have a problem with video games, but it, it really kind of helped people get into the mindset of, oh, I'm playing an avatar on this game. Oh, I and am I this thing. I can be a girl in the game. Yeah. So now I am this thing. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> here's a, a cute wolf saying, look at me. I'm a human. I pay taxes. I have depression. I'm behind on chores. Meanwhile, you know, they're living carefree in the wild. <laughs> Good for them. <laughs> uh, here's the last picture I had. Uh, why do vegans have food that look like meat, right? Why mm. do you really have to eat something that looks like meat? But why do meat eaters change their food so it doesn't look like an animal right <laughs> and the guy's got a picture of like a hamster and a hamburger bun oh man, oh, man. don't eat it don't i eat have it. i have always wondered that is why do vegans need, or why is there such a push for veggie food to look like meat for people who don't consume meat i mean i know one is reason it because in, in why why well, my girlfriend, I mean, she, she, like, she loves meat, but it, it messes with her system. And that's the only thing that, you know, is something that is similar that, that you can 
eat. I mean, we don't know yeah. what's in it, but, but, you know, it's, it's healthier her, for her body to, to, um, eat that than, than real meat. And I know like, like, uh, my dad would eat fish that was like for his blood type or whatever. So it's, it's foods and, and meats and stuff that they, they can all, it, it all depends on, you know, your genetics, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely think this is more poking fun at moral oh, yeah. vegans, you know, people who are like, oh, don't kill the animals. You know, I, I totally feel for people that, you know, like meat products and then they can't eat it for health reasons or, or it just is better for their body to eat vegetable-based things. But it is interesting how... I just, I just uh, want to know what's know. in it, you know? What's in it? Exactly. We don't even know. But... I guess yeah, we'll find I, out. one time I went to uh, we we were in California for a conference we were recording and we went and we're filming outside of the uh, I can't remember if the Wonder Meat uh, what is it uh, Impossible what is that oh Impossible yeah the Impossible uh, Impossible factory where they grow basically uh, non meat meat um in petri tubes um and uh it's interesting to me that they were actually right next to a planned parenthood uh giant oh. facility so uh it makes me wonder where are they getting these cells and proteins to grow wonder meat which is not from an animal you know Ugh. i know that's a conspiracy theory that uh you know might have a dark end to that bunny rabbit trail but um yeah but that's all the that's all the memes for this week jeremiah i know that kind of went on a weird route there but uh hope you enjoyed the the fun oh, i did yeah i did all right well thank you jake we got a special preview for you guys for next week so check this out okay skiba nation from the desk of jeremiah skiba nice Dear Mr. Benjamin, I hope you and your family are doing well. This is Jeremiah Skiba. I'm the son of Rob Skiba. He was a big voice in the flat earth biblical cosmology community and overall truth seeker. Oh yeah, of course, rest in peace, Rob Skiba. Sadly, he was silenced by the tyrannical medical system. So after his passing slash murder, I refused to let his voice be silenced. So I created a show called Skiba News Nation. When I tweeted you and invited you on our show, you said I'm in and my team and I we're and still are so excited. Kyneton, you have to connect to this dude. I really want to do this. Uh, Jeremiah J. Kyneton. J-E-R-E-M-I-A-H at SkibaNewsNation.com. Uh, I know that when I'm done reading, I will be very excited to do it. And then I will forget, just like I've forgotten the last thousand generations. Uh, can you take a photo on your phone and text it to me? Yeah, one second. One second, Mr. Kyntonberry. You sure do ask a lot. You do. You sure do ask for a lot. Sending now. My mom watched most of your videos and tried to get dad to have you on his show. My dad and I bonded watching your comedy. You reminded me a lot of my favorite comedian of all time, Norm MacDonald. Rest in peace, Norm MacDonald. The greatest comedian to ever live, in my opinion. I always wanted to see him live or just shake his hand, but sadly he died before I had the opportunity to do that. But I am so I never got to meet him either. And I got to meet everybody. I've gotten to meet every...
celebrity in the world and not my favorite one. And I'm just glad I got to enjoy Norm Macdonald on the internet. But I'm so lucky and blessed to have interviewed a few of Norm's personal and professional friends. After my dad passed, I decided to carry on his legacy called Skiba News Nation. And my mom has just finished writing a book called The Protocol That Kills, which is the greatest expose written on a government incentivized medical protocol. Indeed. So I figured I'd reach out because I would be so honored to have you on our show as our guest. I'm in. We've done 40 shows and still have yet to have a guest. So uh, when I reached 10,000 subscribers in less than a year, I told our audience I would reach out personally to some people on the open invitation list and your name is at the top. We believe that your unique perspective on politics, culture, society, etc., match ours. And it would be badass just to talk to you. Bro, I'm, I'm in. I just have to make sure Kyneton doesn't pick it up again. We understand that your schedule may be busy. No, it isn't. I don't have a busy schedule. Like I, I try to have my phone away from me a lot now. So it's kind of hard to get in touch with me and I don't always read emails or anything. But uh, I can make time. I don't, I literally am a free man. The invitation is open-ended. Yes, we're, we're, we're on it. And it's official because he accepted. Uh, we're going to be filming it. Today is Wednesday, and we're going to be filming it on Thursday for you guys, for hopefully for next week's episode. So hopefully all goes well, and I'm really looking forward to it. Probably one of the best living comedians right now, if not one of the best comedians ever. And that just totally went off grid. I know it's Jake's favorite too. So he turned me yeah. on to Owen Benjamin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited, man. I think we'll have some great conversations with Big Bear, right? And mm -hmm. I, I, uh, I attended their uh, first big uh, Bertaria Times Festival last year. Uh, Sierra and I had a little booth we set up there and I got to meet a lot of the people in his community. And so I'm super excited to talk to Owen and uh, I mean, he, he has a lot of uh, adjacent or, or like a lot of the people that um, were into Flat Earth uh, into uh, there's so many tour observant people that follow uh, Owen Benjamin's comedy. So there's a lot of adjacency with our our mutual audience, you know, and mm -hmm. so it's really exciting to be able to get to talk to him. Yeah, man. Thank you, Jake, for another great current news and memes, as always. Opa, thank you for another great Opus Corner. Thank you to our new friend, the Conspiracy Guru. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And thank you guys for being here every week. We greatly appreciate it. And thank you for coming on this journey with us as we continue to stay on the quest for truth. Subscribe and stay tuned. If you would like to submit a story, topic, or have any other inquiries, please email submit at skibanewsnation.com. Also, you can email Jeremiah Skiba personally at jeremiah at skibanewsnation.com. Also, email Jake personally at jake at skibanewsnation.com. If you want to write us a letter, send us something, help support us, or just say hi, please send your letter to Jeremiah Skiba, P.O. Box 560-271, The Colony, Texas 75056. If you write us a letter, I'll do my best to write you back. Hey, Skiba News Nation family, thank you for watching. Please like, share, subscribe, and click that notification bell so you never miss an episode of Skiba News Nation. If you want to help support us, please consider becoming a Patreon, where you will get exclusive content, shoutouts, and much more. 
You can also support our channel by getting yourself some new Skiba News Nation merch. Thank you for coming on this journey with us as we continue to stay on the quest for truth. Huge shout out to all our Patreon supporters. Thank you so much for your support. We couldn't do this show without you. If you want to help support us, go to patreon.com forward slash Nation. Also, you can listen to Skiba News Nation podcast on your favorite podcast platform.